Hey everyone, welcome to Thoughtcast by One Thing Design. I'm Devanshu Rakral, your host, and I am with Sneha Chakraborty, who is a top muralist, top street artist, and a top NFT artist in the country. She's done so much stuff in this space that I can go on with an introduction, but I'll rather let her talk about her life journey and her step into Web 3.0. Hey Sneha, welcome to Thoughtcast by One Thing. Finally, we get to do this. Hi, how are you? I am good, and I remember messaging you like three months ago. Yes, and somebody vanished. I did. Yeah, I mean, I'll confess that we were working on our website. Now it's live. Please check it out. One Thing dot Design, and come out really well. And then we had our big team offsite in Goa, and uh, I saw your stories. You guys had a lot of fun. Yes, it was fun, and now I'm here. We're shooting uh, the video now. Yeah. Great. So, how's it going for you? What's new? What's uh, what's exciting for you right now? Well, I'm launching my NFTs. I'm uh, these paintings. There are three paintings. I'll be launching on a platform called Hefty Art, right. and I'm very excited for it because after quite a while, I am going to launch my NFTs again. Nice. Also, I'm working on a wall mural project after a while so yeah. very excited for that too walls have been your thing yaar yeah. i mean uh, that's how i think i saw your work and i think i reached out and i think during this while you moved to nft as a space and all that that's yeah you saw my walls in haryana yeah exactly yeah oh nice the collection yeah. i mean yeah, see exactly. that's what art does <laughs> a mine uh, somewhere yeah, uh, stone mine. yes don't mine exactly and I'm like how can such beautiful art be in a place like this it was completely not uh, expected and imaginable for that art piece to be there and so big and it's not even small art piece it's like huge on the wall right so i'm sure that you were creative from the beginning but that this is what you want to do in being you know in the creative field that you want to paint walls for living or for being famous as you are in the space how did it happen for you I don't think anyone grows up and thinks that you know what I'll paint walls for yeah. a living. I don't think that's possible especially in our country yeah. Yeah. because that's not even an option as a career. Yeah. So now no I never thought it like that. In yeah. fact I want my father wanted to be wanted me to be an IAS officer. Yeah. Then you would be stopping people from uh, painting walls yeah. you know yeah. Yeah they're like ye mat karo wall ganda kar rahe ho but no thankfully that didn't happen. But yeah so but I was always a very creative person. Creative as in Uh, see, define. I mean, the definition of creative is also to each its own, right? right? I always wanted to express my thoughts in a different way. When did the first wall happen to you? Like, when did this inflection point, you know, came in life? Okay, this is what I want. So, as I told you, that I have lived many lives. I was a lot of things: yeah, a yeah, cabin yeah. crew, event manager, interior designer, teacher. Nice. So, in one of them, when I was an interior designer, right. that time I used to also paint in small canvases right. and post them on Instagram. Okay. So, one of the organization called Chalrangde. Uh, out of that, like one guy called Karan, who right. was a he was the angel of my life because he changed my life. Right. So, he called me and he said that you know, Sneha, we all painting walls. and i've loved your artwork why don't you come and you join me right. and see if you want to paint a wall nice. so it was in bombay i went to car mm. and i told them that karan uh, i have never painted a wall forget i've never painted a big canvas before right. but this is very interesting and right. you have all these free paint free brushes i don't have to pay <laughs> anything out of my pocket right. so why don't you just give me a wall and let me see what i can do right. 
and that was a very fake confidence. I was very scared. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to pull it off, but uh, once I started painting, it was something else. I was in a different world altogether. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew is I was enjoying myself. Yeah. I was not depressed at that time. I was not feeling any kind of anxiety. Yeah. I was just having fun. I was living. You I was were living state of Nirvana. Yes. In, I was in the state of Nirvana. That painting shows it. Like I've seen that painting and I want the audience to go and check it out on our Instagram. It's a beautiful painting. It looks like a shot from movie Avatar straight, like Thank blue you. waters and there are animals and a huge tree in it and all. It's, it, it is surreal. It's, it's, it's not something that you can imagine on a wall, you know, and it, it has life, it has story to tell. Before that, I want to ask you something. Yes that when you started right. working, how was your first project like? Okay, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, when we did our first project, our client like shooed us away, like it was very bad. We, okay. we were so low on confidence, like shit, what happened? And uh, you know, so the thing was we realized that day, designing is one, but telling a story through design is something else. So we didn't tell the story. We just went ahead and showed the designs. What do you mean by telling a story through so, design? There has to be a narrative that you go with. The reason, the lo not the logic, but what made you deliver, what made you design something like that, okay. you know. And uh, we couldn't convey that story. The design was good. Mm. Ultimately, we did the same design for that client, but we could never share why we did this with him initially, okay. right? So we went to the board. We build a narrative, we build a story, why, where it is coming from, why it would work, why it is correct to your brand. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where, you know, obviously you learn eventually. And uh, that's how it changed things for us. So a root of something, substance matters, yes, right? Absolutely. It can't be hollow, it, just the exterior. Yeah. It's not the output that matters, actually. It's a process that is more important. And I think if the process is good, output will definitely be good. So. And we focus on process then. So that worked for us, I guess. Of yeah. course it worked for you. Yeah, <laughs> Look at one thing design now. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good. <laughs> happy, happy about it, really happy about it. So, uh, you know, Sneha, I mean, I've met a few artists, I've met a few designers, I've met a few very creative uh, people, maybe not into design, but other creative fields. There's always an initial struggle that you have because people don't understand designers or creative people initially because they have they weave their own world. Creative people have a very deep sense of thought. How did it affect you in your initial days? Like, did people understand you, your perspective in life, or you struggled through it? Yeah, nobody understood my perspective. <laughs> Nothing like that happened, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I come from a middle class family, right. as middle class and as one can get in right. India. Yeah. And uh, to even uh, tell my parents or my relatives or my friends the thought that, yeah. you know, I want to be an artist when I grow right. up is funny. Right. So, and scary. Right. So that's what happened. I mean, I even I never actually thought while I was growing up till my standard 12th and then I became uh, a cabin crew. Even then I never thought that I'd become an artist because that's just not a place to be for a middle class girl. Yeah. And uh, I'm supposed to be a good girl, right? Yeah. I'm supposed to follow what the society has created for yeah. me. Right. So how can I dare to think yeah. something like that? But then eventually, once you keep 
failing and once you realize that nothing else is working for you and you actually are not living a life you're just yeah. pretending to live a life that the society has you know built the blueprint of and you're just pretending to be there and mm. trying to be the good person that you're supposed to be so either you pretend to be that or you actually shut everyone up right. and then you just ask yourself what do you want to be and what mm. do you want to do and what is your purpose yeah. And when I asked that to myself, I shred everything up and right. I just thought that, you know what, I want to make the world a better place than my own way. I really want to communicate with other people. I want to know their stories. Right. I want to learn from you. When I, when I was talking to you even the other day when we yeah. met, I actually learn, learned a lot from you. Right. Your personality, the way you speak, how you right. see life, your perspective. Right. Yeah. And someday I'm going to soak all that in and I'm going to put it on my canvas or on my wall. I'll be honored to be called. Okay, this, I was the inspiration behind that painting. You, are, you know, one day I'm going to show you one of my art which is going to be inspired by you. Wow. Okay, I suddenly feel like a star now, but great. How did the NFT's first step happen to you? Like, this, this is something that you would not have thought. Yeah. You know, you would have like heard it somewhere and like passing somewhere and, like, and not worried about it. Mm. How did it work out for you? Uh, when we were just getting used to the idea of NFT, when everyone was talking about it, that time Vazirek started this platform of NFT and they reached out to me and they asked me, they loved my art and they told me that, you know, um, we would love to make you our spotlight artist and uh, why don't you come and you join us? And that was definitely, I mean, that was what I was inclined towards, that to become a spotlight artist you of a... Yeah, so after once they actually connected with right. me and then I thought, okay, now I've told you, figure out what is NFT. Right. So who do I go to? Uh, I went to my brother yeah. and I told him and he said that, you know what, Didi, this is what NFT is, this right. is what Web3 Web is going to be and Metaverse is going to be huge. Right. And I started getting interested, genuinely. Right. And then I uh, saw a few YouTube videos, it helped me a lot. Right. And then I went back to Azirex and I saw, I said them that yes, I'm ready. Let's do it. I know about NFT now. Chalo karte so your purpose of being an NFT artist was not to probably make money by selling art on NFTs, but that recognition and that presence in new world is what you think or was it monetary? As well? So as much as I'm not a technical person, mm. I'm a very futuristic person. Mm. So that's what... Uh, intrigued me mm -hmm. you know because nft metaverse web3 is the future right. how far can you go from it eventually you have to be a part of it right you want it or not right. so because i i can see that the future is changing it is changing in a very different like it's not what it is right now it's going to be very different right. and it's very interesting if you can be the creator yeah. there are two kind of people one consumer in, in, on internet and one the creators. Right. The creators are making a lot out of it. Mm. They, are, they are living a good life because they are not consuming too much yeah. and at the same time they're providing to the society in a right. good way. Right. So I wanted to be one of those and right. I thought NFT is a good way for me right. and that's how that, I, I generally got interested. Money is a very, like it's always right. the byproduct yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah. Did you have any troubles getting your artwork onto NFT marketplaces or minting NFTs Per se, you know, or in that process. No, but it's not like that. You know, if you're an artist, you don't have to be uh, technologically sound in order to do that. You just have to learn how to mint and to find the right platform. That's right. it. There's really not much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't have to learn coding to become an NFT artist, right? So, no, I really did not. Initially, I had to learn how to create the right. NFT 
and because I'm a conventional artist, I right. paint on canvas and walls. Right. For me, what uh, my question was that how do I turn it into NFT? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not doing digital art. Right. That was more of a journey for me. Nice. But then having said that, no, nothing. I mean, it didn't uh, disrupt or it didn't interrupt with my right. process at all. So Wazirx was one that you you know, minted your NFTs on and did you did you go on any other platform as well? So Wazirx uh, being the starters, they yeah. taught me a lot and all the other Indian artists for right. that matter. Other than Wazirx, uh, then came with Foundation. Right. Um, that's an amazing platform. It's an international, um, widely known platform already. Mm. So I minted a few there mm. and then I moved to Hefty Art. Mm. Uh, which is also a wonderful platform nice. and I'm very excited. I actually don't know what the journey is going to be like, right. but yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited. Amazing. How many uh, uh, NFT art pieces have you minted so far? I think around 30, 35. All on Wazirx? No, no, no. All, yeah. all these platforms that I told okay. you. Okay. Yeah, Foundation, Wazirx. I tried quite a few, but I, I stuck with Foundation and now yeah. Hefty Art. Yeah. And do you think any form of your art piece gets sold better or gets better traction than uh, something else? Like, is it is it a, a kind of art form that you think is really working for you? When I paint stories, going back to your answer, right. when you said that the story matter right. in a uh, any design that you create, right. Right. I think when there's a story, a journey of the artwork, right. like for example, right now, I am painting about nature and consciousness. And uh, there's a story that I have been through, what my journey has been, so that's what I am painting. There's some paintings that I do that I just like, you know, like you saw a leaf or you saw a flower, and you, that uh, I have seen that it doesn't really work that well, but if there's a story, like one uh, painting that worked very well, it got sold in minutes, which was, yeah, which was one of my wall that I changed into NFT, one of the artwork, uh, the camel with the lady who is sitting because she's tired, so the camel is also sitting. Okay along with her and she's sipping tea okay. on the, what do you call that, that Kula. plate, Kuladne, yeah, yeah, the okay. plate and she's sipping the tea right. because she's tired. Now there, there was a story because I actually saw them and she, I, I never see, I mean I never got to see women holding a camel and you know, uh, they are the ones who are taking care of the camel as a pet. You like, you clicked the picture of it, it had, or was it in your mind that you want to go back and she, you know, paint it? I, I clicked a picture, I don't know if I should have or not because I know we are not allowed to uh, do that way but then I did go to her later and told her, auntie, okay. photo click hai, and then she was like, ha ha, hai. I think Rajasthan, like I've travelled to Rajasthan a lot because obviously I stay very close to there and uh, you go to, you know, Jodhpur, Udaipur, you go to small uh, lanes, by lanes there. They're so trippy. People are so fond of getting clicked there. Yeah, tell me about your uh, crypto journey though. I adapted to or I got into crypto very late in life. Uh, probably when COVID happened, everybody had a lot of time to think, rethink. And then obviously crypto was buzzing that point of time. That's when I got into crypto. I think a lot of people in India got into crypto then, and then, yeah, and then a lot of these uh, exchanges came in, and uh, the whole visibility and the whole concept of understanding of crypto got a little better then. Uh, that's when I started, you know, kind of buying into the concept of crypto. I still believe in the concept of blockchain, uh, for sure. There are great projects, some of them, uh, but this whole hype built that that happened. 
that I think uh, diminished the whole uh, value prop for me for a while. Okay. It's like I felt that it's a hype and it'll go, go down for sure. Okay. That's when I slowed down and obviously it eventually did. I mean, we, yeah. we can all see it. Mm. But I think it's temporary, it'll go back again. The, yeah, the, the shit will settle and the, you know, the good projects, the actual ones that make a difference that uh, will create the foundation of crypto or blockchain as technology would, would be there. I I try to do something, uh, you know, in Decentraland and all these places to buy some land through NFT. Those are also NFTs, right? So, but I could not because by the time I wanted to do it, my crypto value had completely sunk. So yeah, so I said, okay, let me wait and let me, so, but I will do something in the space. Like, yeah, yeah. or as, as an organization also, uh, we want to explore something or do something. This I have an idea. Yeah. We can actually collaborate and create an NFT. Why not? Right? Yeah, yeah. Some design. Absolutely. And then I can add my art to it. Yeah, sure. Always happy to collaborate. Yeah? So this, this is something I wanted to ask you earlier, but now it makes more sense to ask, you know, what, what is your favorite artwork other than your first artwork, which I'm obviously very fond of, uh, which you, you know, minted into in an NFT and you're really proud of it and you want it to, you know, do millions for you or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, my first artwork is of course always going to be my favorite. Other than that, I painted uh, a Baba in uh, Jaipur. Right. So that's a palace which has been turned into a cafe, a small palace which has been turned into a small cafe. And this person told me that, you know what, I'll give you this wall, do whatever you want on it. And when that happens, because I'm a commercial artist, so generally the client tells me that, okay, you know what, Sneha, these are my demands and this is how you're this is your pathway. Now right. you create what you want to. Right. So that, that limits me a little. Right. Versus here where he says that, you know, do whatever you want to and paint whatever you have in you. Right. I uh, thought, okay, I, and that time I was already exploring Jaipur a little bit. Right. So I met this Baba there. And uh, he looked beautiful, he looked magnificent, yeah. and his dreadlocks and everything, and he had these eyes, peaceful eyes. Right. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to paint him. Yeah. And uh, I did that, I started painting him, I created him a little bit, and then I thought, you know what, it feels like he's having a conversation with something, right. which is not a human being. So then I, I don't know what came to me, I painted a bird, and it actually looks like they both are having a conversation, and they both are understanding Was the bird each actually other. there? The bird wasn't there. Okay. I created it. That probably my yeah, imagination. imagination, yeah. But then they were having a conversation. It felt like it. Wow. So I love that bit. I mean, that that looks so genuine, so yeah. authentic. And you can actually, if you if you go there, you become a part of their conversation. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. Everyone, like I have felt that, and my friends have felt that yeah. too. So that is one art that I t uh, turned into NFT, right. and that also got sold. Uh, very fast, yeah. yeah. And I really want, like, it's not about the money, you know. It's about people yeah. really knowing about that story and uh, reselling it just so that everyone can be a part of it. Most of your artworks, they get sold very quick or, you know, some of them are unsold right now or they're, you know... Some of them are unsold, unsold right now, yeah. yeah. But then what has to sell, sells very quick, very yeah. Do people reach out to you that the, or the people or the collectors reach out to you probably on uh, Discord or Twitter that, hey, when is your next artwork coming? Yes, yes, they do, yeah. yeah. And because for the time being I stopped, 
uh, there were quite a few collectors who actually came ahead and asked me that Sneha, what's going on? Are you working on something big and that's why is it taking time? I said, no, no, I'm just taking my rest. Have you directly interacted with some of your collectors? Like who's bought the stuff? Yeah, yeah, I have. Especially one person, Mike Blue. He goes by the name Mike Blue. On yeah, So he's amazing. I mean, he's very kind and he was one of the collectors and many other collectors that I've interacted with. And to know their side of the story, you know, to understand why are they, why would you buy an NFT? That's a question, right? Why would you want to? What what future do you see in it? Do you want it to be placed on the in the metaverse in the future where you have your land or you have your gallery? What is it that you're looking for? So I really wanted to know their side. It's time and I think it's happening in India now that people are taking creativity design seriously yeah. and creators are coming out and it's not a world of uh, anymore where you follow norms, where you follow the same tenets that have been going on for ages. It's, I think it's, we're entering a very beautiful era, especially in India. Yeah, you know, it's, I think next 10 years in India would be destructive. Yeah, it is the world of creators now. You know, you're a, you're a conventional artist. You, you use canvas, you use walls and all, and then you're minting NFTs, right? So is it connected like if somebody buys an NFT and the physical art form also goes to that person or do you, do you ship it? Like, how does it work for you? That completely depends on the buyer. Okay. If they, sometimes, you know, NFT collectors, they actually are not interested in the physical art form at all. Really? Because for them, the asset is the digital piece right. that they are collecting collecting okay. so but uh, I do have some buyers they ask me that you know can uh, I would like to have the physical artwork as well right. and then I do send them so them. yeah I ship them yeah. so it completely depends on the buyers but having said that I really would want that they get my physical piece yeah. as well does any of your artwork that obviously you would be aware of it this NFT that got resold so yeah, uh, one of my uh, NFT got resold and Lakshmi Manchu, she is actually a very, very big name. Uh, so she uh, bought one of my NFTs. Do you, do you follow any NFT artists and get inspired by any? That's a wonderful question, you know, because uh, I think every artist right now, because we are in an initial stage, right? Everyone has had to push their own limits in order to be where they are. So honestly, everyone, they all inspire me. Having said that, again, Vimal Chandran happens to be one of the names. He is so beautiful. I, I have never met him, but I believe that he's an amazing human being. It shows in his artwork. Yeah, his NFTs are just wonderful. So he's one of the inspiration for me because, not because of how big he has become and how much he's selling, but the honesty that I get to see in his work. You know, I think artists, we aspire to be honest. So what's, what's next for you? Like, I know the series is coming. Uh, would, where do you see yourself probably, say, in two years, three years' time? I don't want to talk about five, ten years. It's too dynamic. But okay. do, you, do you want to be called as a... NFT artist or do you want to call as a wall artist still? Okay, so the next is of course the entire world is my canvas firstly, so I'm not limiting myself anywhere and I always want to be known as an artist, be it NFT, street, wall, canvas, anything. At the end of the day, I'm an artist. Maybe tomorrow I'll start painting on tables, who knows? Right? Maybe, yeah, that, that, that. We should see this Neha merchandise or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. that'll be so cool. Yeah. See, I don't reveal it, but I'm working on it. Wow. So I also work with Augmented Reality. I have right. a team. Right. And they, uh, so we want to explore that more. Right. I want to add the layer and the filter of AR on right. my paintings. And I have done that before. Yeah. 
and I want to keep doing that. That would make them so interactive. Yeah, that does. So I happen to be the first Indian to uh, exhibit augmented reality with NFT nice. in a physical gallery. Nice. So now I want to take that to the next level and see how that goes. So Vitulik, who's you know Ethereum's founder, also, you know, he, he made a statement that he never expected NFTs to be used by digital artists, okay. and it'll hype the market so much. NFTs are more utilitarian than anything else. There was. The reason NFTs were created. Do you think it'll still solve a, solve a purpose of it being solving for utilities? It'll it'll so, solve problems of authentication to a lot of things, and digital art would obviously be on the side along a long way. Do you see any other application of NFTs than this? See, it's already happening. Right. And to answer to that question, initially when internet was, you know, it it was how it was, yeah. and then at that time it went through its journey, and yeah. now the ones that are solving the purpose in a yeah, way yeah. they are here to stay and we have different ways of utilizing yeah, that right. just like that even nft for that matter like we it is utility based yeah, and yeah. different brands are using it they yeah. are actually coming up with a lot of different ideas right. and how to be a part of their brand and right. use it right. uh, and digital art is a part of that right. Right, so it doesn't have to always be the front face that is the only digital art or the uh, NFT art or however you create it, right. but it can be a part of something, right. the utility right. of a brand or of, of anything, of any, uh, any process that you're working on. Right. So yeah, right. probably it'll change its shape in, a, in the process, but it will still remain. Do you have anything like from experience to tell new artists or new people who want to, people who want to get into art or digital art? Is there any word of advice do you want to share with them from your experience? Okay, so as cliche as it sounds, I think uh, my advice is always that you know you, you can't give up on your dreams. Yeah. And especially you can't give up on something that makes you you. So now we do a very cute little rapid fire. Awesome. It's inspired from Kejo and we'll make you feel like a celebrity wow. and we'll get your secrets out. Yay. Right? So here it goes. So one thing that you wish you want to change about yourself. Or you could have changed about yourself. Uh, not think about the past so much and get into it and you know just move on. Me. Yeah, it bothers me. There's a lot that bothers me, yeah. and I really just want to make peace with it. Be happy. One thing that really annoys you. My brother. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> One thing that you can't do without. Uh, I need my people. I'm not a solo person. Yeah. I never have been. I need the right kind of people and my, I have a very small clan, but they are my tribe and I love them to death. Your A-team. Yeah, my team, my A-team. And they are the ones who have actually been there and yeah, the support system. You can't anything be alone. You have to have yes. the right folks around. Okay, so one thing that was an absolute secret until now. Okay, one secret. So when I was very young, at that time my brother actually hit me on my nose with a lock. Yeah. And that's how I have this bump. So a lot of people ask me, <laughs> how did this happen? It's, is it natural? It's because of my brother. The beauty that I have. All the appreciation that you've made for your brother in this episode has gone down the drain now. <laughs> you just ended with the right kind of sibling and elder sister. <laughs> nice. One thing you want to be remembered as. Uh, I definitely want to be remembered as someone who made their life a little beautiful than what it was. When I leave it, when, I, when we are done, I really hope that you feel better about it. The, you know, I want to be the 
kind part of your journey. Good. Thank you, Sneha. I mean, this was a lovely conversation. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad we could do this uh, at your place and yes. I could see your artwork, which is going to come very soon. Yes. And I have the secret preview of it now. Thank you yeah. so much. And you're a wonderful person. And next time, yeah. I'm the one who's going to ask these questions. Please do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and we can be as brutal and I, I can be as blunt as I can. Done, done, done. Great. Thank you so much. All right, then. This was a lovely episode we shot with Sneha who is now going to explore the world of Web 3.0 even more and you know keep inspiring a lot of artists and designers in the future uh, you know keep listening to such conversations subscribe to uh, Thoughtcast on Spotify Apple and uh, Google and uh, keep sending us your feedback we love your feedback and we try to improve with every mail that you send us subscribe to the podcast and thank you <laughs>